0: Preparing to live stream the webinar. Setting up your webinar. Done. Okay, and we are live. Hello, world. Hello, everyone. It's Mindful Pat. Unfortunately, uh, Lele won't be joining us today, but we do have the world-famous, the man, the myth, the legend, me, Fabio. Hey, how's it going, Patrick? It's going well. How are you doing today?
1: Doing well, doing well. It's a beautiful day. Perfect.
0: Welcome to The Present Show. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So Let's jump right into it. Tell us about mindfulness or how you got started or are you interested or not? What is your take on it? Wow, that's a, that's a
1: large question. Um, well, mindfulness means a lot to me in that I think it is equivalent to having peace of mind. And sometimes you need an anchor to be able to be present. And I think there are many ways that we can experience mindfulness. I think that meditation is a tool towards mindfulness, but isn't the only way that we can be present or compassionate or experiencing non-judgment towards ourself and others so um so that's how i feel about the idea of mindfulness that it's an essential part of just being well because in our day-to-day life we can get caught up with what's going on at work what's going on at home what's going on interpersonally in relationships And sometimes it can become very overwhelming. And so just being anchored in a sense of just taking a step away from that stress and taking a moment to just detach from those cyclical negative thoughts or unhealthy ways of thinking so that you can just reintegrate and recalibrate and feel well. So that's how I feel about mindfulness. I don't know if I've answered your question. And so, I mean, partially, I think I've answered your question. I think the other part of the question is how I got started. And so that's sort of a larger question because I think um, it's been a journey. I think that, um, where I'd like to begin is the point at which I decided that mindfulness is something that I can leverage in my work life. And I never really thought about it in that way because I've had a regular practice of my own at home. On a day-to-day basis for the past couple of years, but I didn't really think about how I could sort of incorporate that in the workplace. So, and through a coincidental um, sequence of events, I um, went to a retreat, um, what's it? two years ago now no 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 it was last year it was last year sorry time is uh <laughs> so anyway it was last year and it was around march and um rosemina munji who used to work at uh, ibm uh, she is a practitioner of yoga and meditation and she reached out to me and said that she was holding a mindfulness leadership workshop in Costa Rica. So I took advantage of that opportunity because um, I have gone to Rose's classes in the past. I know the work that she does, and I felt that it was a good opportunity for me to explore uh, this workshop. And so I went down to Costa Rica, and it was a week-long workshop where she and two other um, practitioners, um, essentially delivered mindfulness sessions, but also we talked about how could we, how could we, if we really thought about it, how could we incorporate mindfulness in the workplace? And of course, IBM has a really healthy mindfulness program already, but in terms of my little piece of the pie, what could I do in my little piece of the pie within the organization? So at the end of it, um, I was tasked with this idea of, you know, bringing the idea of um, of uh, a more healthy state of being, a healthy state of mind, uh, not only within myself as a leader, but also inspiring that within my team so that uh, they could um, be happier, right? So I got back and I thought, okay, well, look, you know, I don't have any credentials. I'm I'm not a meditation practitioner. I'm not, you know, a mindfulness expert. So how can I actually do this? So I gave it some thought and essentially I said, well, we could talk about it. Maybe we could just have conversations around mindfulness. So I basically went to my team and I said, look, I went away. Um, you know we talked about this idea of being in the present moment, of being non-judgmental, of being you know compassionate and you know how leaders can inspire that within their teams and you know how this can really create a healthier work environment. Would you be open for the next few weeks rather than us talking about operational things, in our meetings, would you mind if we sort of talked about different things? Um, And so through basically trial and error, you know, on a week to week basis, I would choose an article and I would send out pre-work to my team and say, okay, read this article or look at this video or go to this website. And they would um, look at it, review it. And then we would come back together and have a conversation and the topics varied, right? So in the beginning, it was just about, okay, well, you know, what is this idea of mindfulness, right? And what does it mean to be a leader, right? And then uh, we sort of went to other subjects such as, you know, um, habits. What is a habit? right what is you know competitive advantage which is so i try to incorporate some sort of business topics but i would talk about it from a mindfulness lens right so if we talk about trust and collaboration for example we know that trust and collaboration is important in the workplace but how is that mindful how is it being how is trusting or or inspiring trust in the workplace a mindful thing to do Um, and how does collaboration uh inspire um more efficiency within the workplace and um and stuff like that so so we talked about those things we also talked about um the idea of being compassionate and what the what that means self-compassion compassionate towards others Additionally, you know, one of there, there were two really I think breakthrough subjects that we tackled. One was the idea of reframing. So often on a day-to-day basis we will identify problems, right? So let's say I don't know, let me just say something really random. Um, group B is not giving group A the information that they need to get their job done, right? So, you know, happens a lot in many different workplaces. And then what we would do is we would take that problem and say, okay, well, is that really the problem? Or is it the fact that we're not communicating what it is that we need? Maybe the other group isn't clear about what we need. Maybe they think they're actually delivering what they should be delivering. And so by reframing the problem, what you're doing is you're stripping it apart. You're sort of peeling back the layers. You're getting down to what the sort of categories of the issues are. And then what you are doing is assuming accountability. So, what is my part in this? So, often what happens is when we identify a problem, it's a very blaming thing. So, we'll blame something else external to us. And so, what we do in the reframing exercise is that it strips away the blame. And what it does is, okay, what is the part that we own in this situation? How can we, um, you know, first of all, identify what the real problem or problems are? but then how could we come up with some real solutions? And so and so that's an idea of the type of exercise that, that we did. And so that was really successful. Another successful thing that we did was um, telling the mindful truth.
0: Hmm.
1: And this is, I think a powerful subject in the workplace because I just reflecting on my career, I know that for many years, what was equivalent or what was equated with professionalism was always saying yes, right? Mm -hmm. Always saying yes, even if in our gut, we were feeling, you know what, I don't feel right about this, or I don't want to do this, right? And so what happens is, is that when we say yes, when we mean no, we build feelings of resentment, right? And so what we will do is we will feel that resentment towards that other person or other entity, but who we're really resentful with is ourselves, right? right? And so the idea of telling the mindful truth. So essentially what we did in that discussion, that conversation was by the end of it, I basically gave permission for my team to be honest with me. And even though it was something that was always implicit, or at least, you know, I always felt that it was something that um, was sort of a no-brainer that people would just automatically be honest, right? But the truth is, I think that there are times when people might feel a little inhibited or intimidated, and uh, to you know, and and it might prevent them from being honest about, you know, their work capacity, for example, maybe they're working day and night on a project that you don't know about, right? Maybe they are really super stressed. Maybe they're having something personal going on in their own lives that, you know, they don't feel, you know, comfortable about sharing, but it's impacting their ability to get the job done. Right. So these are things that, that um, sort of inspire a culture of trust is when you sort of build that rapport and credibility with your peers, with your colleagues, with your direct reports so that they can actually open up to you. So that was also another really successful uh, conversation that we had and then, um, and then we wrapped it up. So, so I didn't know how the, these conversations would evolve. And so it sort of happened really organically in that I would sort of read an article and say, hey look, this would be a really good thing for us to talk about and sort of get people's sense of, of the, the subject. And, you know, um, and then what happened was as I went on week to week to week, and this is when I was working with my specific team Um, I thought, hey, you know, this actually looks like a package. I could actually package this up. And so it ended up being a nine-week pilot workshop that I did with my team. And I will tell you that in my career, I would probably say personally, it was one of the most gratifying experiences to be able to do this because of how it made my team feel. And to hear people say, Fabio, thank you, I feel so much happier because of this. Or Fabio, thank you, you know, I really am benefit from these discussions because I'm even incorporating this in my personal life. Right. So to hear that was so validating and uh, comforting as well too. And so, what ended up happening was I ended up delivering the same workshop to two other groups of people, including my peer management group and another team. So, um, so that that's how I sort of that's the arc of of what took place from the time I was inspired to sort of introduce mindfulness into the workplace and where, um, where we are now, if that makes any sense.
0: Perfect. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, it's, uh, it's amazing what you did and I believe it's just the beginning of, of the journey. So I'm sure you're going to be doing a lot more amazing things. Thank you, Patrick. The final minute is yours. So maybe you can share with everyone. One of the, uh, the practices, I know you mentioned some about reframing and, and speaking the mindful truth, but maybe you have, a little one minute exercise people can can do right now or throughout their days.
1: Uh, that, uh, thank you. Uh, One of the first things that we talked about was this idea and it was pulled from a book. And um, of course I can't remember the the book offhand, but uh, uh, it's this idea of taking five. And in the beginning of the one of the things that we talked about was habits and how to create habits, right? And so this idea of taking five is just taking five minutes to yourself, taking five minutes to um, sort of maybe gravity or walk around the block, or just disconnect from the stresses of your work day. And so when we think about um, the, the idea of a habit, um, there are really three things and this is what I pulled from this book and I will share, you, uh, share with you what that book is uh, once I remember. It. But there were three things that was brought, that were brought up in this book about the idea of a habit or starting a new practice. And that is identifying the practice. Well, what, it is, what is it that you want to sort of introduce? And then the second thing is, is to focus on it, right? Just focus on that practice. And then the last thing is, is that um, when you uh, are distracted, just refocus. So it's practice, identifying the practice, focusing and refocusing, right? And one of the tools that they give is this idea of take five. So you can take that five minutes to do meditation You could take that five minutes to have a grab a tea could take that five minutes to walk around the block and so um and so that was one of the things that i encouraged my my team to do is to take that take five so that they could be a lot more mindful in the workplace
0: excellent thank you for sharing uh, the take five and everyone thanks for watching fabio thanks for sharing your story and Have a most mindful rest of the day. Uh, Thank you, Patrick, and, and you as well, and everyone.